Hey guys, welcome back to Two Blondes in a Brokerage. Today we are going to talk about kind of, you know, what, how do you know it's the right house? Like, how do you know it's the one? How do you know when you walk in that it's everything you ever dreamt of? And, you know, we were talking about it before and it's funny because just like in another episode that we have of, you know, how many houses should I look at? It's really, you know, par for the course of who you are as a person and, you know, the legwork before that. But I have a lot of clients who we you, we both know. They walk in and you're like, this is the one. They love it. They're over the moon. This fits everything in their, you know, must-have box. But then there's also people who you're like, this is like the perfect bones. And they walk in and they can't see past what's in there, whether that be because it's vacant, because it's not, you know, it's full of people's clutter or, you know, someone's different taste of style. I've also had clients who are like, I can't get past the smell. Literally yeah. can't get past the smell. They must have cooked something and ew, yes. I just can't. And so when you ask that question of like, well, how do you know it's the one? It's like, well, can you see past certain things and go, okay, the bones of this house are exactly what we want. It's got the big backyard, the three-car garage. Um, it might not have the exact layout we want, but structurally we can move this wall. We can paint. We can do those things. But a lot of times our clients walk in and they know that it's the one. It's everything they could ever possibly want. So I think it's a very big, tall order to say, how do I know it's the one? But you know, when you know, it's a feeling for sure. Yeah. I definitely think it's more of like art versus science, you know, that we can tell when they, when it's the one it's, it's an art thing. It's definitely like a feeling. And I would say a majority of the time that clients write on proper, a property, you know, within the first eight seconds that they're going to write on that property. It's to me, it's a lot rarer for like someone I'm trying to think if I even have anyone that has done this where they like look at a property and they're like, okay, we're going to think on it. Sleeping on it is one thing. If it's like a big decision or a first time home buyer or whatever. But if they're like, you don't usually have a client that like looks at a property and they're like, yeah, I like it. And they think about it for a week and they're like, then they decide they're going to write an offer. Super uncommon. I feel like most of the time, I think there's actually stats about this where they're like, you know, you're going to know within the first, like literally, I think it's like eight seconds, whether or not Mm -hmm. your, this is property is the one. And that to me is my like experience too. Like I'm telling you, there's just something in a, like a buyer's eye when they walk into the right property. Yep. And having said that, I think it's important too to make sure that they're feeling that way for the right reasons. And that kind of goes back to for like setting them up for success with their search, you know, where it's like to make sure they're not getting distracted by the wrong things. Like, especially as a new buyer, it's really easy to be distracted by like a cheap flip or something where it's like, it looks pretty and it's staged well, but it's a hundred percent not in the location you want, or it's not realistically a layout that would work for you. And so that I feel like is kind of our job. It's like, okay, don't get shiny objects, you know, like don't let our buyers get distracted by the the shiny object. It's like you, we've had this conversation now, right? Where we've had like, I know why you, I know the why behind your search, like why you're looking for the things you're looking for. It's my job as your realtor to make sure that you're not getting distracted by the shiny object and then end up with a house that like totally doesn't work for you because you like the staging or whatever. And I totally have had clients too, where it's like, I know for a fact they would have loved the home had it been staged, had it had new paint and carpet, had it not had that funky smell in it. And it's like, I really feel like as an industry, we do a disservice to our clients on the listing side when we don't make sure that those conditions are like perfect because you totally, 
it's it's a lot to ask a brand new buyer, especially someone that's never bought a home before, to be able to like feel themselves in a home because that's really what it comes down to for a first buyer. And to like be able to feel themselves in the home when it is cluttered with someone else's stuff or you know, it needs like cheap cosmetic things that should have been done before listing or whatever. And so it's really interesting. Like, you know, we, we obviously know that as agents and it's like, that's just something we have to do, you know, to make sure that our listings are presenting well, because that, that, that makes your ability to feel yourself in the home. I feel like so much more than like walking into someone's house that's lived in by them, you know? Well, and that's where, you know, it comes down to on the list side. I mean, you want to maximize your seller's profit to the best that you can. And so that's staging. That might be marketing. That might be, you know, hey, you might not have the funds right now, but let's go ahead and get the carpets cleaned and, uh, you know, all the, the walls that are blue and green and red. Let's get them painted yes. a neutral color because realistically that changes the perception of any buyer who's walking through that home. Yeah. Uh, when you're living in it and you want to cook, you know chilly the night before and you've got onion smell and all the fun stuff. That's one thing. But I think it's important too, when you, you know, to your point of like keeping them away from the distractions, the negative and the positive, because again, this is our job. We see it all day, every day. We deal with, oh yeah, that looks really nice until you get inspection done and you find that there's like 57 faulty things because it's putting lipstick on a pig, right? You're yeah, just yeah. trying to make it look pretty to get through inspection and get through to closing. And then your client comes out with a whole lot of issues. So I, I don't think I've ever had anybody sleep on it. Obviously like, you know, my million dollar buyers who are either leveling up or something where they're like, eh, let me look at the funds. I want to see where I want to move things around to. But realistically, if you know, you know, and the only decision that you're making is how much you're going to offer. If you're going to ask for concessions, what you're waiving, what you're not waiving. Um, so I think it's, I love to say nine times out of the 10, they know right off the bat, but it's everybody's, you know, everybody's cup of tea is different. So, yeah. And I think, and this is like the question I go back to with my clients when they're like, I feel like this is the one, but how do you know? And it's like, okay, if this house goes under contract and you don't get the opportunity to write an offer, are you going to be devastated? And most of the time when it's the one, the answer is absolutely. When it's not the one, it's like, no, I'd be okay if I missed out on this. And then it's like, great. That's, and that's helpful for us too, because it's like, okay, I need to know, are we submitting an offer like tonight? Do I need to, you know, I need to be calling the listing agent. Are we, are we only, if this is a, is this a yes house under these conditions only, you know, it kind of sparks that conversation too, because I think for some buyers they're making moves for like more logical reasons or something where they're, they may not like fall in love with the house, but it's like under these conditions, it's like, this is a perfect house for us. And so it could be a little bit different, but that's like always my, my go-to question. It's like, okay, if we don't write the offer today and you miss out on it, are you going to be upset? And if you're not, then it's like, cool, that told, that's a totally different vibe than it's like, oh my God, I would be devastated if I lost this home. And so that's kind of like my first question when, when they start to question, that's my question back to them is like, how are you going to feel? You know? Yeah. Well, Well, as always, if you guys have any questions for us or would, you know, like to come out in your own experience, or maybe you're the sleep on it guy, we want to hear why you're sleeping on it. What are you sleeping on? Um, but yeah, feel free to leave us a comment, like subscribe, DM us. Um, and we will see you guys for our next episode. See ya.